Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. There's different ways you can get cars, but the one that I've been using now in my 16th year is contract hire, and I think it's absolutely fantastic, and that's why I thought I'd make a video and share with you why I think contract hire is a good way forward. So the first ever car that I got on contract hire was all the way back in 2005, which was a 7 Series BMW. And 16 years later right now, believe it or not, I've got a 7 Series BMW. Not the same one, of course, uh, but in between I've had all different types of cars. Uh, and all of them have, all of them bar one, uh, has they've all been contract hire cars. And I think contract hire is a fantastic way of uh, running cars because I was taught many years ago uh, that anything that depreciates, lease it. Why do you want to own it? Uh, and I only ever bought one car that I paid for myself uh, by way of hire purchase. So I went into the showroom, bought the car and funded it partly by uh, deposit and, and partly by higher purchase and that was a BMW M3 and which was uh, 52,000 uh, pounds back in 2004. Within a year uh, it had depreciated and I sold it for 38,000 so I lost 14,000 pounds on the value of the car plus uh, all the interest payments and HP payments that I had made uh, on top. Uh, and that was a painful experience for me. And then in 2005, uh, a year later, uh, when I sold that car, because I got it in 2004, sold it in 2005, I've, I've stuck with contract hire. How contract hire works is very simple. You decide which car you want, or look at a number of cars, and then decide how long you want it for. So let's say you want it for two years, you're gonna have it on a uh, X plus 23, 23 is the number of months that you have to pay installments for. X is the usually the deposit that you pay, which is non-refundable, plus the first month's payment. So in my case, it's usually three plus 23. That means I'll make three monthly installments up front. So if the car is, let's say for 500 pounds a month, I've got to pay 1500 pounds up front, which is three times the 500. The first, uh, from the, the 1500, 500 is for the first month's payment. The other thousand uh, pounds goes towards the contract uh, costs. Then I pay 500 pounds every month plus VAT. And after 23 additional payments, I give the car back. You agree the mileage up front. So if it's 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, and of course, the monthly premium is based on the mileage. Uh, and then at the end, you hand the car back. If there's really small damage here, there a few scuffs, uh, usually they don't mind that they'll take the car, but if there's any kind of serious scratches or, or damage, you'll have to repair uh, the vehicle. They do check the tires, so you'll have to make sure that the tires are legal, uh, otherwise they won't take the car and you've got to pay for uh, the insurance with repairs and maintenance you can have you've got two options you can either have the package with it 
which basically that they work out how much it's going to cost to service the car based on the mileage that you've said and they'll include that in, in the price or you can pay for it yourself uh, and I usually just pay for it myself uh, but it works out to be the same either way so that then helps them work out the premium you pay for the car at the end you give it back depreciation is not your problem not your hassle if you go over the stipulated mileage they usually have a cost per mile and it obviously varies depending on the car but let's say if it was 10 pence per mile so for every thousand miles that you go over your stipulated allowance you would pay a thousand pounds so let's say you were at 10,000 miles per year you've got the car for two years so you can drive 20,000 miles and let's say you're paying 10 pence in excess mileage and you go 10,000 miles over so you've driven 30,000 miles as opposed to 20,000 miles for the additional 10,000 miles you're going to pay 1,000 pound extra uh, for the extra mileage it's not that bad do you see what I'm saying whereas when I bought my first car which was the M3 uh, first brand new car uh, the first one that I ever paid for before that, I, had a, I was driving a, a family car, a family-owned car. The deposit I had to put down at the time, I, I think, it's going back for obviously quite a few years now, was like something like £10,000. So if you haven't got a £10,000 deposit, then you can't get into that car. Well, using my example, if it's costing you £500 per month and you've got to pay uh, three payments up front, you, then most people usually uh, can afford £1,500. So you pay £1,500, you're in a brand new car. You can't get into a brand new car by paying £1,500 usually, uh, which is exactly what I've done for my current uh, 7 Series. If you want to pay a higher instalment up front, so you can do like a 6 punt plus 23, 9 plus 23, which means you pay more up front, what that means is your monthly premium goes down. So, so if, you, if you need like a 6 plus 23, using my previous example, if it's 500 pounds per month on a 3 plus 23, on a 6 plus 23, it might be 450 or 400, for example. On a nice 9 plus 23, it might be 375. So you pay less every month. Again, works out to be the same. I always think, why would you pay a higher deposit up front? Sometimes they do, they do do special deals, where if you pay a higher amount, you do get a, a better deal. You don't see many of those usually. And then, like I said, it doesn't have to be uh, two years, it could be three years, it could be four years, sometimes even, even five years. I always stick to two years. Then you're running the car through your company or your business. If, you have a, if, you're, if you're a sole trader or a partnership or an LLP, you run the car through that and claim all the costs and then work out how much the car you've used privately. So let's say you've driven 10,000 miles because that's your stipulated mileage and you use 20% of the car, so 2,000 miles per year for personal use, which means 20%. You work out all the costs for that car or vehicle, and you take, uh, you basically reduce uh, the cost by 20%. So everything that goes through through your accounts when your accountant prepares your tax return, they just say they add back 20% of the of the vehicle costs. So you only claim 80% of the costs for tax purposes. That works well. If you're back registered, you can claim back half the VAT on the contract hire vehicle if you're going to have private use on it. Of course, if there's no private use whatsoever, then you can claim all, back all the VAT. But using my earlier example, the 20%, depending on most people do have some private use. So you just claim back half the VAT and leave the rest as it is. If it's through a company, i.e. A, a limited company, 
then you've got benefiting in kind tax and that now depends on the the price of the vehicle the co2 emissions which works out to be quite expensive so then you want to do the calculation which is am i better off having a car through my limited company if that's the uh, structure that you're using or should i get the car personally uh, and then if you're driving 10,000 miles and let's say uh, all 10,000 miles are for business purposes if i'm doing 10,000 miles for business purposes a, a, a year you claim 45 pence uh, per mile in a tax year for the first 10,000 miles so every tax year you're going to claim back four and a half thousand pounds from your company if four and a half thousand pounds a year can help you afford the car so if you've got a car which is say 350 pounds a month okay uh, that gets you to 4200 per year for the car you've got three uh, 300 pounds for the insurance which probably isn't going to be uh, enough so you so if you, you might say you want to spend three your budget is 300 pounds so you get a contract hire car personally for 300 pounds a month let's say that includes VAT and then that costs you 3,600 a year you've got 900 pounds left over to pay for your insurance and uh, for your fuel and th there isn't going to be any uh, repairs and maintenance on a new car there's no MOT there'll be some wear and tear and service costs but again minimal so you do that calculation and you might say well I'm better off not putting the car to the limited company and having a benefit in kind tax I'll keep it personally or if you're a sole trader partnership or an LLP you might decide to run it through your company so th those are the things you want to think about then think about the depreciation and see if that is uh, worthwhile buying that car personally or buying it or getting it through contract hire the higher the depreciation the better that you do contract hire but remember the higher the depreciation more likely that the contract higher costs might be higher as well because they take that into account but generally speaking like i've said to you i've been doing this for 16 years every time i've seen a car the contract hire deals have been much better than buying the car personally you got to find the deposit you got to make hp payments if you pay pay for the car cash let's say you buy a, a 70 grand car you pay for it cash you've tied up 70 grand you could get a property for 70 grand and uh, do a, a flip you do the flip let's say you make 15 grand on a flip a year which is not hard to do by the way pretty easy to do uh, some people say it's not even worth doing a flip if you're going to make 15 grand you want to try and make 30 grand plus but let's keep the numbers easy you do a flip a small flip using that though that 70,000 pounds make 15 grand that's gonna fund if you if you've got a car that costs you a thousand pounds a month on contract hire which that I mean that's gonna be a serious car but remember my BMW is only 500 pounds a month yes that cost you 12 grand you've got a you've done a flip for 15 grand you've still got three grand left over so why would you want to put money into a car buy it cash then pay for all the repairs maintenance wear and tear and then lose on the depreciation it makes no sense whatsoever so those are some of the reasons why i think a contract hire car works so much better than owning the car i think any asset that's going to depreciate always think about leasing it don't own it because it loses money and why do you want to buy assets that lose money you want to be investing your money into property which appreciates in capital value and creates uh, monthly cash flow that's the aim of the game here and some of the cars that i've owned on contract hire uh the first car i ever bought was a, a bmw m3 which i paid for and i lost like i said 14 grand uh on depreciation then i had a, a bmw 7 series because i've always liked cars when i was growing up uh i grew up in a pretty deprived area in peterborough 
one thing I really liked was cars, looking at cars and you know, all the fancy stuff, especially uh, I loved uh, Porsches. There weren't that many around in the area that, that I grew up, but every now and then on one of the main high streets, you might see somebody driving in a Porsche. I just love that big rail tail. Uh, and from the 7 Series, I then went on to a, a Porsche 911 Turbo. That was a, a dream car for me. From there, I moved on to a, 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 a 6 Series, then an M6. Then I've had a Range Rover SVR, a Porsche Panamera, a Rolls-Royce Ghost, and two or three others probably in between. So I've, I've kind of done the whole kind of track in terms of the cars that I really wanted. And people usually ask me which one was your most favorite car. Without doubt, 911 Turbo. Uh, so if I wanted to have one car, which I pretty much can, by the way, before I had to have, I wanted to have one car all the time, it would be a Porsche 911 Turbo. I think it's fantastic. If you were to ask my wife that question in terms of what one family car would you want, she would say the Ranger of SV, SVR, and my kids would probably say the same thing again. So I've uh, have been lucky enough to uh, drive quite a few or own, when I say own, I mean contract hire, uh, have ownership of uh, or control of quite a few different cars and property to some extent has enabled me to do that and it's been really good fun i'm at the age now that cars don't excite me that much so i do like cars but not as much as i used to say 10 odd years ago or maybe that's just because i'm getting older maybe that's because i've just had some nice cars and you maybe get bored with them but as i've said to you apart from the 911 turbo every single car has been on contract hire so you can get some really nice cars on contract hire and they are well worth it even the rolls royce ghost which i liked a lot it wasn't very practical in terms of driving uh because everybody looks at you getting car park and if you're into that kind of attracting that type of attention good i don't really like it uh i'm a kind of, i'd like to think i'm a quiet guy just want to get on with my work and my, my business as opposed to kind of trying to show off and uh and i'm not sharing this the cars with you to show up. I'm just sharing this with you to see the kind of cars that are possible for you to have. You can have some nice cars on contract hire. Think about it seriously. Some good websites. The one I use, I think it's contract hire and leasing.co.uk. I mean, if you, if you just type in contract hire on Google, the first two or three that that come up, just go and have a look on those. You'll get some really good deals. And once you go into contract hire, uh, I'm pretty confident you're not going to go and get a car through any other means especially if you like new cars if you want a second-hand car an old car where you want to spend three or five grand uh, and own it then obviously contract hire isn't, isn't going to work for you because obviously if you're paying three four five hundred pounds a month it's going to cost you five or six grand a year and you only want to spend 300 pounds and you want to own the car and run it for three years then it doesn't work but if you like nice cars you like and especially if you like new cars like i do uh, then contract hire is the way forward Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.